Welcome to the Hall of Heroes podcast with your hosts, Jared Bachman Stubbs and Spencer Simpson. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie? Empire Strikes Back? Jesus, Tony, how old is this guy? I don't know, I didn't carbon date him, he's on the young side. Fuck Batman. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Lobo. Oh, it's on. <laughs> Let the good times roll. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Hall of Heroes podcast. I am your host, Jared Bachman Stubbs, and joining me, as always, are my co-hosts with the co-most, Spencer Simpson, trapped inside of a computer, and Travis Grossman. Save me! Save me! Someone rescue me from in the computer! <laughs> so, like, are your and Connor's souls just, like, entwined in my laptop now? Is that how this is working? <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're like um, Arnim Zola and his lesser-known twin brother. We just kind of exist inside your computer. Arnim Zola and his lesser-known twin brother, Bob Zola. Uh, Bob. How's the living sitch in there? And why haven't I been paid rent yet? I, I, um, listen, man, you can't trap us in here and then expect us to pay rent. That's just not I how it works. You missed a golden opportunity. You missed a golden opportunity. What? The best Sam Raimi Spider-Man meme of all time. Oh, you'll get your rent. You'll when- get uh, your rent when you fix this damn door. I don't like. Uh, <laughs> you went to the wrong person for a Raimi meme. I know. <laughs> I watched High Top Films, which uh, amazing third part to his Sam Raimi videos. I, I haven't watched it yet. But it, it's it's an hour long. Yeah, that's it's, why I haven't watched it's it. It's a doozy. I was cleaning up. I was cleaning the house today, and it was. I put it on. Fantastic video. I I've said before. I could not disagree with him more about his thoughts on the MCU. I think he's dead wrong. Especially about Spidey's MCU appearances. However, I think he has such great takes on the Raimi trilogy. And also his passion for the Raimi trilogy is just so wholesome and pure. It makes me happy. It's borderline comical. I'm not going to lie. How much he loves it. Yeah. Oh my God. It's it's fucking hilarious. And like, I don't, I'm not saying that in a bad way. Like I, I've loved things that much yeah. in the same, same way, way you guys lampoon like my man crush on Kylo Ren yeah. on Dubak. Uh yes, of course. <laughs> I've been when we eventually do start this anime podcast and we get to the our Yu Gi Oh bit, dude, <laughs> dude, or or sports anime as a genre, because dude, <laughs> dude, <laughs> it's I love it. I, like I, I don't watch sports recreationally. I will watch a sports anime in one day. <laughs> I fucking love that. Uh, with that, let's uh, get through our slices of life here. Spencer, how was your week, buddy? Um, not too shabby. Um, not too shabby at all. Um, I had another paper due on Monday, longer than the last one, but I still managed to get it done in one day. It took me like six hours, but I got it done. It was basically... Um, three times through the semester, I have to present a, um, a report on the crowned heads of Castile and Aragon, which are now Spain. Um, so like for the Renaissance, the 17th century and the 18th century, I have to do this. Um, so from 
the start of Ferdinand and Isabella's reign in 1479 until approximately 1620, I had to sift through everything that the Spanish monarchy ever did and figure out what was important or not and fit it into five pages. So it took a lot longer than expected, but I got it done. Attaboy. Um, Anytime Attaboy. someone says a page limit that isn't one, I'm just like, oh man, too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't about it. Yeah, it's, it's not even that I when you, like writing. It's just I'm such a concise speaker and writer. That like, yeah, like I would often be like sitting down to write a 10 page paper and I will have said everything that I think needs to be said after two pages. Yeah. And then I have to adjust my strategy or. I had my. Uh, Other than that, it was a pretty chill week. Shaky. Yeah. Yeah, homecoming is this weekend though, so I think ours my parents too. and yeah. one of my sisters will be down. Oh, see, I just avoid so, yeah. campus like the plague over the weekend. It's great. I think it is <laughs> hilarious that we all graduated from the same high school, and Travis said, "I think ours is too." Okay, listen, I meant St. Vincent's. I think. Oh, okay. I think I misunderstood you then. I think Lake Trobes is as well. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's uh, what I had in mind. Was it like hours as in like the whole... Yeah. I only know because like, I saw the like marching band alumni thing that I never go to shot me an email. I was like, hey, you can come to this. And I'm like, no. Yeah, no, I, don't? I know it's this weekend because Logan's been running around like a chicken with his head cut off getting his uh, snazzy duds ready mm. for this weekend. Fun, fun. Um, Travi, how was your week, buddy? Eh, it was okay. Um trying to think of anything like imp- oh wait duh i keep forgetting that I, the reason i'm like still sleep deprived is because of friday night um new magic set pre-released this weekend uh, which i went to the midnight pre-release i wouldn't recommend going to a midnight pre-release but it's the only time i'm able to go uh-huh. <laughs> without like requesting off in advance um, fair but yeah I, I always enjoy those the new set is sweet I got to slam the Loch Ness monster on people. <laughs> there's this like common thread uh, in this set where like you're reading a card and you're like, "There's too much text on this card. Like it does too much. Like this shouldn't do all these yeah. things." And yet, <clears throat> I'm doing all these things with this card. You should. Okay. Yeah. Spencer and I are. Um, we have both been pimped out by uh, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, the mobile game. Yeah, that's exactly and, what I was thinking of. Uh, you, I'll show you sometime. Uh, try to read either both versions of Revan's leader abilities. It's a fuck. It's it's the Bible. It's just yeah. It's a, fucking, it's a novel. It's a, I remember it's Jared a like called me when Jedi Knight Revan was released, and he was like, "Have you read the final <laughs> text for just the Zeta upgrade? It is a novel." Sounds like you guys are playing Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it basically, it's it's Star Wars Gio, essentially. Star Wars Gio. Star Wars Gio. But yeah, uh, besides that, I had a bunch of labels stuck to me at work. I made a bit <laughs> out of it, so that was fun. Uh, apparently, I'm a trouble at work for dumb reasons that are dumb, and I'm going to talk to him about it tomorrow because I have to work tomorrow. Not excited. Not excited one bit. Jared, how was your week? Uh, my week was fairly uneventful. Uh, not much going on. Just 
trying to keep up with the mountain own news, uh, trying to get ready for the Star Wars audio commentaries. Uh, lots of fun stuff. Uh, just getting everything ready for that. Uh, do back discussion was a time and a half. What are you? Are you okay? No, not a bit. What is happening? I'm with your already face? slap happy. You're ha- okay. <laughs> we're we're here already. We're here already. Five, okay. Five sips into a can of caffeine, and he's already getting jittery. <laughs> no, it's caffeine free. That's why. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. It's it's the wrong kind of jitters. It's the withdrawal jitters. See, I mean, at least it's not like me the first time we slept over at Joel's house, Spencer. Yeah. Cursing out Joel's cat. <clears throat> that was at two in the morning, though. We were all a little delirious by that yeah. point. But uh, yeah, it's been lots of fun. Uh, like I said, if you had TJ back on do back discussion for the first time in a while, uh, that show was a freewheeling nightmare. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking it about. Was, <laughs> it was the best show I've been on. <laughs> it was stressful um, for you. For yeah, yeah. anybody who uh, does listen to do back this, I mean, if you listen to do back discussion, you probably heard it by the time this comes out. Uh, but if you decide to want to listen for the first time to that episode, I will warn you that the humor is raunchier than our typical fare. Um, I try to keep it at like a um, a soft R. Yeah, I keep it at like a I soft even, R. I wouldn't even say a soft <laughs> R. We say fuck too much. It's just we keep it at like a solid R. TJ made it like the unrated cut. <laughs> so put it that way um oh, it was great it was fun it was fun it was fun it was just incredibly stressful to host and then um quick announcement for you guys next week we will be doing our review of the joker movie um which we we are seeing on thursday yeah travis and i are seeing on thursday hopefully spencer's able to get out to the theater before next tuesday um um definitely yeah hell yeah uh, so. I gotta look up the play schedule of the Rinky Dink Theater, the like the only one within a fifty mile radius, and see <laughs> when it's when it starts. But by next Tuesday, for sure, for right. sure, I will have seen it. Yeah, I was I was, <clears throat> I was gonna have. To I'm like, feeling raspy today. I'm sorry. If you're good. You sound, I sound good. A little. You sound alright. You sound nice and full bodied. Well, um, I feel I feel a little <clears throat> a little raspy. However, I am pretty sure that this weekend is New York Comic Con. However, I am not expecting very much news to come out of uh, NYCCC. So now that you've said that, now that I've said that, we will get an announcement of Phase Five. We will know who is playing Superman instead of Henry Cavill. Um, they will announce Avengers versus Justice League, and I will want to jump off a bridge because there will be so much news. Ha 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 ha. That said, um, <clears throat> hopefully, <laughs> if anything no- newsworthy comes out of New York Comic Con, we will be able to. What did you just laugh at? Who me? No, not you. Uh, Chad commented on TJ's share of the new Dubag episode. It's, it came out like an hour before we started recording, and um, sums up the episode pretty well. I was gonna say, please don't say it on I'm here. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> Just do me a favor. I don't <laughs> want to hear it in a river again. Uh, as soon as I cut this mic. <laughs> um, but if anything newsworthy comes out of uh, New York Comic Con, we are going to avoid a repeat of the boys at all costs and make any news coverage very brief. 
Um, we're going to keep things as concise as possible and then get right into our review of Joker. Um, the Boys was already a bit of a prototype episode because we'd never done a TV show before. So here's uh, hoping that next week is not a total clusterfuck and we can just get into a review of Joker. With that, we're going to jump into the news for this week, uh, starting with our what I promise is our only Spider-Man story this week. 100% definitely. <laughs> there was no one. other meaningful <laughs> Spider-Man related news this week. Not a bit. Um, Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> um, if you're here for Spider-Man, leave now. So, <laughs> Don't actually leave, please. We don't actually this. leave. There's a lot to get through this week, guys. Uh, this is the funniest fucking story that I, I think we've gotten to cover so far. <laughs> I I saw this and like had a mild meltdown that like we're back here again. Like I was transported back to like late 2014 when the Sony email leak happened, uh, when North Korea hacked them because of the interview, and we found out that Sony was in was attempting to develop an Aunt May spy thriller flick. <laughs> we both know yeah, no, we'd go see please. that multiple times. I would I would see that I would buy all the pops, all the action figures, <laughs> all the shirts. I will get a fucking ass tattoo. Cause at the time that was Sally Field playing Aunt May in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. So oh, we would get Sally. we would get Sally Field, Aunt May, Agent of Shield, basically. Um but now, would that be around the Harley Quinn tattoo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right next. Wait. What else was I? What, what I else am I supposed to get an ass tattoo of that I said on Dubac? I don't remember. It's in this week's episode. Go listen. Yeah, go listen. I said I was gonna get an ass tattoo on my other cheek of something. Anyway, uh, this is uh, from Collider from Jeff the In Snyder Snyder. Exclusive. Sony taps Morbius writers for Madam Web movie set in Spider Man universe. Please no. Please yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sony Pictures has tapped Morbius scribes Matt Sazma and uh, Burke Sharpless to write a Madam Web movie set in the Spider-Man universe Collider has exclusively learned. Created by Danny O'Neill and artist John Romita Jr., Madam Web first appeared in The Amazing Spider-Man 210, which was published by Marvel Comics in November 1980. Known as Cassandra Webb, she is uh, usually depicted as an elderly blind woman suffering from a chronic uh, neuromuscular disease that makes it difficult uh, to move and breathe. As such, she's connected to a life support system that looks like a spider web. Uh, this clairvoyant character has precognitive abilities and once helped Spider-Man find a kidnapped victim. It's unclear who will produce the Madam Web movie, but Avi Arad, Arvi Arad uh, that don't say his name three times in a mirror at nighttime, and Matt Tolmack are likely candidates seeing as they served as producers on Venom and Morbius. A representative for uh, the representative for uh, someone should have proofread this, Jeff. A representative <laughs> declined to comment on Thursday. Uh, in addition to Marvel Comics, Madam Web has also appeared in the Spider-Man animated series, which is where most people probably know her, know her uh, as well as a couple Spider-Man video games. Uh, it goes on here to say that uh, Snyder's not familiar with Madam Web's comic appearances. Uh, and this is a pretty good way of putting it. Uh, he said, but one Marvel expert that he knows likened her to Oracle in the Matrix. Um, so for those of you at home who are not familiar with Madam Web, she is, like uh, Snyder described, 
a uh um oracle type character uh she the psychic type person uh i know in the spider-man animated series in the 90s as well as the video game spider-man shattered dimensions she's kind of depicted as being a again the oracle type but she's she will kind of like reach through in this very mystic way and will um come to peter and be like hey uh the spider universe needs you um and the Spider-Man animated series kind of had a prototype episode for all the Spider-Verse stuff that we would get in recent years. So I like Madame Web a lot as a character. I think she's very interesting. Uh, <laughs> however, I don't think Madame Web can hold a whole fucking movie. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Let me let me give you this pitch, this boardroom pitch, right? This is it's Sony's press room right there yeah not press room boardroom the third right idea this is like day after news breaks that the deal's off uh-huh how much coke is on the table it's all gone already <laughs> we're at that point in the meeting <laughs> so so like aviarod's like coked out of his mind yeah okay is it guys we need an idea we need something big something good we gotta pull spider-man out of this hole what what the fuck do we do? What do we do? There's this poor intern. I'm going to call him Scott. <laughs> Scott's sitting at the very end of the table. I think he brought the coffee in. Scott goes, Yo, hey, uh, I like Madam Web. You want to do a Madam Web movie? And everyone looks at him. And they chuckle a little bit and go, No, that's fucking stupid. But we're not going to do that. Scott, get the, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> it is like, uh, fuck you, I'm gonna go make a Madam Web movie. Fucking leaves. Couple weeks pass. <laughs> this news breaks. And they turn to him. Scott. What the fuck did you do? Uh, I said I'm making a Madam Web movie. So I'm making it. <laughs> okay. Someone get Feige on the phone! <laughs> okay. So, question. Yeah? Um... Scott is his name? Yeah. Is Scott played by J.B. Smoove? Maybe. Because it, it, it sounds like you're doing his character from he Far likes From switches. Home. He likes switches. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that. Um, but no, I, okay. I, I would love to see Madam Web be brought in to like something because she's really cool. And if, like, this idea that Sony's going to attempt to do a live-action Spider-Verse flick, this, like... I don't trust them with a damn thing. I don't... <laughs> that scares the shit out of me. Um, however, Madam Web would make a story like that really easy. To have a character who has this pan-dimensional consciousness that is aware of other dimensions and is capable of, like, opening up portals and shit... Madam Web is a good tool to use for that. I don't think you can do a Madam Web movie. Nah, Scott's got this handled. <laughs> um, however, I think you could definitely have Madam... I, I would love to see Madam Web in the MCU. With all the weird, like... And we'll... Like, we, we were joking earlier. When we get, when we get more into talking about the Spider-Man stuff... 
with that like the deal being back on and everything. I think because as of right now, spoilers. Spoilers. We're gonna get more in depth, but the deal as of now is one more solo flick and then a team up flick. I think, assuming it gets renewed, which why the fuck wouldn't you? <laughs> but then well, we again, got, we, we were this, wrong before. So we were writing this Madam Web movie, and it's got to tie everything. Scott's doing a lot of hard work right now, yeah. Jared. <laughs> but I think if they extend Spider-Man's time in the MCU further, having him introducing something like Madam Web and like a Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, or like once you introduce something like what they're going to do in Doctor Strange. Having Madam Web also be a player in that kind of thing would be interesting, especially moving forward with Spider-Man, you know, coming off of the heels of the whole identity reveal and, you know, moving past the walking in Tony Stark's shadow. I don't know. Nobody on screen has really done like the weird mystical shit that Spider-Man has gotten into over the years. For good reason, because a lot of it's fucking weird. And hard to pull off in live action. And hard to pull off in live action, but I think if there's and one like, group... we of- weren't in a time where that was going to sell tickets, you know? Like, imagine 2002, Sam Raimi is making this movie that has Madam Web in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so fucking here for that. Um, yeah, I, we are now, but I'm saying that, like... People back then would have been like, what the fuck is this? I ain't watching that. Yeah. Well, I think – and I think if you introduce something like that in such a trusted universe and brand like the MCU and we're like, yeah, we're going to do some weird shit with Spider-Man and introducing Madam Web, like I think if you use the use the MCU as a jumping off point for the Spider-Verse stuff, that's where that could work. That's where you could really, really make something hit. But they're not gonna. They're not gonna. No. But I think using like uh, Madam Web could fit in here somewhere, just not as a movie. And the sentence Madam Web solo film is the funniest goddamn thing ever. Spencer, your thoughts. I uh, <laughs> um, I am not opposed to the idea of the character Madam Web. I just think that at this time, it is not a good idea <laughs> because, like, we are at a point where Sony has recognized it's basically not likely to make movie or any money off of a Spider-Man movie if it's not connected with Disney and the MCU. And the Venom movie, while I enjoyed it immensely, I enjoyed it for the wrong reasons. Um, indeed and and so like this the spider universe the spider like man universe is not thriving right now within sony um madam web is a is a very interesting character like jared said and it's the sort of a storyline that i would really enjoy diving into in the right setting, this just is not the right setting. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't know how you idea. make her work on her own. It, 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 there's no way to, that it would work. <laughs> like I, there, I, I said it about Venom. Like, I don't know how you do a Venom movie without Spider-Man, and like, 
you know, and the writing was on the wall. You just make them fight a different symbiote. Yeah, a solo movie is in the Sony Spider-Man universe is not the right setting for a Madam Web live action appearance. No, sir. So, yeah, solo film to boot. Get him the fuck away from me, I swear to God. Now we're putting headphones on Cookie Cup. That's okay. what we're doing. Gotcha. There you go. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking cryptid image. <laughs> you want me to go get the third mic and we can put him like Nope. <laughs> no, we don't have to. <laughs> I don't want him to start fucking talking. <laughs> that would be I, funny. There's like, like a dedicated Cookie Cup mic. <laughs> In the other room. Yeah. When Spencer, <laughs> whenever Spencer comes home, we'll bring home my blue Yeti and we'll just like have Cookie Cup in front of the Yeti ready. The um, Yeti ready? The Yeti ready. Um, but yeah, uh, the Madam Web movie, because Sony... Doesn't learn. I don't... Ever. Here's my thing. <laughs> I didn't... I Like I... You know, I hate defending the giant mega corporation that is Disney. However, if you wanted proof about this the statement of Sony does not know what the fuck to do with Spider-Man. This is all the evidence you needed. That they're still throwing shit like this around. Unironically. Anyway, uh, Spencer, you want this next one? Sure, I'll take it. So this from Deadline... Marvel's Ghost Rider live action series not going forward at Hulu. Uh, Surprise, surprise. This is exclusive. Hulu has opted not to proceed with Marvel's Ghost Rider, its planned live action series starring Gabriel Luna, I have learned. Um, This is from the perspective of the writer, Nelly Andriva. So that's why I'm saying I have learned. Spencer has learned this personally. Yes, I personally have learned from an exclusive interview with Hulu. Um, So (laughs) Hulu in May picked up two new live action series from Disney, sibling Marvel television, Ghost Rider and Hellstrom to premiere in 2020. While Marvel's Hellstrom is on track, I hear Hulu and the Ghost Rider team have reached a, an, a creative impasse which could not be resolved leading to the streamer's decision not to move forward with the series marvel television remains a leading supplier to hulu with a series slate that includes the live action marvel's runaways which has been renewed for a third series um and the un- uh the upcoming marvel hellstrom both co-produced by abc signature it is also um it also involved in a yeah this one too was not very uh, well edited. Um, <laughs> it's he was also involved in a suite of four connected animated series: Marvel's Modok, Marvel's Hitmonkey, Marvel's Tigra and Dazzler show, and Marvel's Howard the Duck, set to roll out in 2020, culminating in a special event: Marvel's The Offenders. I'm here um, for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel's Ghost Rider is executively produced by Stephen Lightfoot, who was to serve as showrunner. Um, it is unclear whether the series will be shopped elsewhere. So, yeah, it's um, it's a shame. Uh, looking at some of the potential you know, storylines for the Ghost Rider that we have not seen yet, besides <laughs> Nicolas Cage, um, it is... It's very upsetting that, because because I like Ghost Rider and J- Jared. Do you remember 
the one guy when we went to get the Domino's pizza. Oh, for fuck's sake! And he was to like, story. <laughs> "Did we tell this back on the air to before?" This story, the, the fuck and, people like Batman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he's and he's and I, like, I feel you know, I feel Joel's hand slowly rest on my shoulder. Like, I know, I know. There's <laughs> a hot pizza. So, there's a hot pizza. It's getting cold, and he said, "Fuck uh, Batman." Uh, I know, and you showed so much self restraint. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> He did it for the pizza, man. You you did for it for the, the pizza, <laughs> for the pipe and okay, hot zone. I just want to say, on the, I just want to say on the record, the fuck people who like Batman guy, you and Spencer and Joel can all attest to the fact that a Jared of about mm, three ish years ago would have gotten out of the fucking car. Oh, yeah, you would have been like, leave me and come back when I call you. <laughs> We might be here all night. <laughs> Eat the pizza without me. <laughs> I'm, I'll buy another one. I'm at Domino's. Whether or not so, I'm getting out of the car to fist fight this guy or just argue with him for that long, you be yeah. the judge. The answer is yes. Either way, but- eat the pizza now while it's hot because it will not be otherwise. <laughs> I still can't believe that fucking happened. I still can't. Neither can I. Neither can I. But the one thing that, you know, what made me think of this is that, like, he's not entirely wrong in saying that Ghost Rider was an underrated character. Like, Ghost, he's got, he's got a lot of potential for cool storylines. And so I, I'm, I'm sad to see the Ghost Rider show go. Ghost Rider is underrated today. Around what? Like, like pre MCU, Ghost Rider was incredibly overrated because he was one of those yeah. characters that people only knew because he looked cool. Right, right. Today, so many other characters have gotten sp- like the spotlight. Yeah, that, like, yeah. His, that, that, like you said, his he, potential is swept under, under yeah. the rug. Exactly. So it happens when Nick Cage touches a property. <laughs> to- <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, it's a shame to see the Ghost Rider show go. Um, uh, what was that? I really hope that didn't all come through on the mic. I could hear it faintly, but I couldn't understand what was being said. <laughs> okay, it was TJ. What just a, happened? TJ sent a video into the uh, Snapchat group. Don't worry, about, like it's not. Did he say it again? No, he didn't. Because I'm going to hit him if he did. He, no, he didn't. <laughs> I'm I'm walking to TJ's location. I, I promise you he did not say the cryptid phrase the cryptid that I phrase. almost just said. <laughs> but I respect you as a friend. <laughs> and I'm restraining myself. Uh, Trevi, uh, you want to just... You want to take this Venom story real quick so I can take Yeah, uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm letting you take the lead on all the CW stuff. Uh, it's almost so, that season, boys. Uh, story from The Hollywood Reporter. Venom 2 adds X-Men film producer to its ranks. Andy Serkis is directing the next installment for the franchise uh, centered on the Spider-Man anti-hero, and Venom is beefing up its producer ranks. Hutch Parker, the executive producer who worked on the recent X-Men movies, womp womp, will produce the sequel to Sony's Spider-Man-centric Marvel-based movie being directed by Andy Serkis. 
Parker joins producers Avi Arad. Avi Arad. How have I fucked up his name every time I've said it the first time? Amy Pascal and uh, Matt Tomac on the project, which is heading toward a shooting start in mid-November. Rut Row Raggy. <laughs> Insiders say Parker quietly joined the project several months ago at the behest of film chief Tom Rothman. Tom Hardy is reprising his role as crusading journalist who bonds with the ravenous alien symbiote. Michelle Williams and uh, Reed Scott are also due to return, as will Woody Harrelson, who was featured in a cameo in the 2018 movie in my favorite post credit scene of all time. There's going to be carnage. <laughs> I can't. I will never. I ho- I still hope he has that goddamn Napoleon Dynamite wig too. Um, yeah, baby. <laughs> what if he's actually just playing Napoleon Dynamite? Did we? Ha- I think we went down this rabbit hole before. I don't. Not on. Not, not on, on the air, air, but we went down this rabbit hole before that. Like, <laughs> Cletus Cassidy is just Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> um, Parker's head, head cannon is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Someone write that fanfic. Right now. Uh, Parker is an old head uh, when it comes to Marvel characters. As an old, as an executive at Fox, he worked on several X-Men movies dating back to X2, X-Men United. And we tra- and he transitioned to producing. Uh, he worked on exclusively on Fox's Marvel films, ranging from Josh Trank's Fan Four Stick and Simon Kinberg's recent Dark Phoenix uh, to the Oscar-nominated Logan in X-Men Days of Future Past. So yeah, uh, lots of people getting on for Venom. Uh, hopefully, it is uh, unironically good. <laughs> it's 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 yeah. It's just it's a like, good movie. Like I said, I enjoyed that movie for all the wrong reasons, and so hopefully, it's unironically good this time. I would love to get smashed and watch Venom. I would love to see how much more entertaining that movie is with a couple grown-up beverages in me. Dude, it's already entertaining. It wasn't supposed to be funny, but it was. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. How much funnier does Eddie eating a raw fucking lobster out of a tank get with some juice in you? It's like a, it's a graph where uh, Y is the enjoyment and X is the number of beers you've had. Yeah. And it's just a straight shot upwards. <laughs> <laughs> now, Travis, you you said you didn't see Venom. I I still have not seen. You have Venom. not seen Venom. Okay, because I'm too lazy to ever like rent it. I don't, especially now. I just don't have the time. Yeah. Right. So I don't know how I'm going to have the time to watch all this fucking television, but I'm going to make time. So. Uh. Okay. So you won't be able to help us on this one. So we're taking your concept, but Spencer and I have to do it. Okay. Spencer. Yeah. Does Eddie Brock fuck? Uh, I believe he does, yes. Okay. Just from what I've seen, Eddie Brock doesn't fuck, but Venom does. That's what I would have said. Eddie doesn't fuck, but Venom fucks. Okay. <laughs> I don't think Carlton Drake fucks. I think Carlton I don't think Carlton Drake fucks. That's Riot. Um yeah. yeah, Riot. Okay, yeah, he doesn't fuck. I don't think Riot fucks either. Don't know. Okay, so because of the way the marketing was, somehow they didn't show Riot in any of the trailers. I don't think. Um, He's in one of them eventually, but I think it was post-release. Okay. Um, Then I can't, I can say that he does, that, I don't know about Riot, but the guy certainly does not fuck. 
Now the after Riz Ahmed. Oh yeah, Riz, Riz Ahmed fucks. It's like Ahmed several U's. But anyway, um, speaking of fucking and not fucking, uh, CW stuff, Travis. Mostly fucking. Mostly uh, fucking. <laughs> You're here. With abs like that, you're fucking... <laughs> everyone is. Everyone's fucking everyone. Uh, we got our f- first looks at Brandon Routh as uh, Kingdom Come Superman. Nut. On, for Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's a beautiful picture. Um, we've got the, the undies on the outside, boys. They're back. <laughs> and excited. Like we missed them. <laughs> Uh, this- I, uh, Will, he can get an, into that in a second. I'm walking away for a moment to listen to the snap TJ sent. Oh, God. Have fun. Um, yeah, I'm not going to... There's not much to this article. Just, you know, we got our first image of him as in his new Superman outfit. It's got the extremely classic uh, black behind the very, like, artistic S. He's got the gray stripes that he's supposed to have. Like, it's beautiful. He looks so good. Uh, they probably could have done without the the undies on the outside, but I think it adds a little bit of charm. Uh, we also got an image of him. It's yeah, it is charming. I like. I mean, here's my thing. I I could go either way on it, but the fact that they were like, no, we're going full comic accuracy for this Kingdom Come outfit. It's yeah, fucking a right. Just let's go. Uh, we also got okay. To make sure I got his name right, because I always, I know his first name's Tyler, but we got an image of uh Tyler Hoechlin, who is Supergirl's Superman, and Brandon Routh in his Kingdom Come outfit together on a Daily Planet set, which is very exciting. Right? I love Tyler Hoechlin as Superman. I think he's one of the best on-screen Supermans we've ever had. I will die on that hill. I have always said, I <clears throat> it has never made sense for me. It never made sense to me that Superman is fucking jacked. Yeah, and it is never like it. It never clicked in my brain as to why Superman needs to be muscly. It makes no sense. It doesn't make it, any sense for Clark Kent to be this brick shit house. I don't. I get him being shredded. I don't get him being like swole. You get my drift? Yeah. Like he takes his shirt off, and all you see is muscle fibers. But like when he's wearing clothes, he looks like a normal dude. I think yeah, like like Henry Cavill. Yeah. I would not like like yeah. I, I like Clark Kent's supposed to just kind of be like this like kind of like the 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 character he puts on is just kind of this like mild mannered schlep who's just you know kind of going along to get along. He's a nice guy. He's a good dude. People aren't necessarily dicks to him, but they don't. Also, they're also just like get out of the fucking way. Like, he's just a normal dude on the street. He's just a nice farm boy. Yeah, like, Clark Kent is just a normal dude. I don't, like, that doesn't look like a normal fucking dude. That's why I love this the guy on Supergirl so much. Is that, like, he's slender. Like, it, it, he's not strong because he has big muscles. He's strong because the Earth's sun changes his body composition. Yeah. I, I love, I just love that slender look for Superman so much. <laughs> composition is you google uh google wanted to chime in <laughs> why um, thank you for your contribution but 
I think that the <laughs> animated Google and fucking Cookie Cop were not safe anymore. The animated universe Superman from the movie <laughs> is so wide. Yeah, oh, 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 not that one. Yeah, okay. not that. Not not like not OG. 90s animated where no. like his shoulders are like eight feet wide. <laughs> like the current, the current movie universe uh, Superman. They pull that off really well. Where like he's really jacked, like he's huge. But when he's Clark Kent, just like. It's part of the way they animate him, too. But, yeah. like, the way he's clearly holding himself to, like, lessen his stance, yeah. right? He's, like, his shoulders are hunched over. He's usually bending down or, like, slouched over. As opposed to when he's Superman and his shoulders are back in that wide stance and he's just, like, he's tall and he's threatening because he's fucking huge. <laughs> right? Like, they pull that off really well. Yeah. And that's hard to do with a real person. Yeah. Um But yeah, this this image really excites me. I'm a I love Superman and I really enjoy Tyler Hoechlin's Superman and we're getting three Supermen yeah. in this crossover, which is super exciting. Um uh, And Kevin Conroy. And Kevin <laughs> I keep Conroy. forgetting about Kevin Conroy. <laughs> uh we also got a an image from Stephen Amell, I think this morning on Twitter. It might have been last night. Um he said, because they're currently filming Crisis yeah. now. Um, and it's him, like, really beat up with blood all over his face in some kind of coat that isn't <laughs> some kind, some of, kind coat. of coat. I don't know if it's part of his costume or just what he was wearing at the time, but um, with tweets of, like, this is what I look like filming Crisis. It's a fun time or whatever. So I'm very excited for this crossover. Uh, the the seasons start this Sunday. Batwoman kicks off Sunday night. Um, I think going forward, because like this show does not have the time for me to comprehensively cover every show per episode every week. So like, maybe in my slice of life, I'll just give the quick thumbs up, thumbs down on each episode. Yeah, that's fair. Because like. And maybe, like, if something important happens, talk shop on, like, Batwoman or Arrow because it's their first and final seasons, respectively. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, we'll figure out what we're going to do with that. I think, like, maybe a you walk us through the season type season review would be wise as well. Um, yeah. Once I mean, one, we get one, to, like, mid-season and once stuff. Once Crisis kicks off, we'll be diving deep into that, I think. Yeah. Because like, I still – in one of the trailers, I think we saw Apocalypse. For one of the shows. I don't. What? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i not 100% on that. I might have been making it up in my head. It might have been from Krypton. Like the show Krypton. Yeah, I knew what you um, mean. But, yeah. It, if they somehow pull that off, I will be giddy and surprised. Agreed. But yeah, that's our CW, our, our probably final batch of CW news going into the kickoff of the season. Because like I said, we got Batwoman, maybe Supergirl, and Flash this week. And then I know Arrow starts a week after, comparatively, so. Oh yeah, that's how it goes. Uh... This next one's just like a real little quickie thing that I saw. Um, there's new Batman. Jared Conver- likes shoes. 
Jared accidentally became a sneakerhead during his time as a shoe salesman. Um, there's new Batman Converse. Uh, with that, hey. that's it. That's the whole. That's story. that whole story. They look really snazzy. Um, with that, with there's a there, there's a, there's a trailer for uh, um, it, they, they're calling it Birds of Prey. Uh, kind of seems like it's a Harley Quinn movie. <laughs> they they um, made a big mistake not just calling this Harley Quinn. But. They made a big mistake by this not being the Gotham City Sirens movie, but we'll get That's to right. that. Um, you want to play the trailer through the for the lovely people, and then we'll get into it. You know what a Harlequin is? A Harlequin's role is to serve. It's nothing without a master. No one gives two shits who we are. Beyond that. The Joker and I broke up. I wanted a fresh start. But it turns out I wasn't the only Damon Gotham looking for emancipation. Spectacular news! This queen, she belongs to me. This trailer is going to make me reiterate almost everything I've said about Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Oh, you, got, you have it memorized? I, I fucked it up multiple times on the phone yesterday with a friend. Um, so I'm at the point where I can, I can rattle it off. I love the tone that they have so far. However, the costuming has officially worn my nerves out. What makes you say that, Jared? I, okay, as a former Hot Topic employee, I, it frustrates me. As a qualified individual. As someone who is qualified to speak on such matters, I would much rather see more bombastic, comic-accurate costumes. Now, me personally... I, I'm 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 not the type to like completely discount a movie based solely on character design. 
uh, when it's a comic book property. <clears throat> that said, it's a little frustrating that as far as dress goes, none of these characters look like their comic book counterparts. Like Harley, I mean, aside from like the bleached skin and the hair, does not look like Harley Quinn. Like the out, like the outfit has Harley vibes to it. Um, because it Which has one. Because there's like five. the main one, like the main one when it's like the gold jumpsuit. Because it has like the same pattern that was on her dress in the club in Suicide Squad. I. That's my point. Is that there's too damn many. There's a lot of outfits. Yes, I, I, Huntress is out. Like, why couldn't you just do Huntress? Just fucking do Huntress. Like, you could just just as easily just do this as like leather armor and a long leather black coat. With some purple twinge. With yeah, with like puts like purple accents in it, and with fucking black canary like. Like is it, it shouldn't is it, be that hard. It, how, is, how hard is it to just put her in a leather jacket and pants? I request pants because I don't like, I I don't like when people don't wear pants in combat. That annoys me to no end. Like that was one of my very 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 few complaints about Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman is I just prefer when Wonder Woman has pants on. It just makes more sense, especially since hers isn't completely bulletproof. Wear pants. Yeah, but that's just me. That's just me. I I, I just. Black Mask isn't wearing a fucking mask. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like scrolled yeah. down to the bottom of the article and it was like fans' number one complaints about the Birds of Prey thing is where's Black Mask's Black Mask? Again, I think they're partially trying to sell this on the fact that they have Ewan McGregor. I know. Who I love, like everything about him. Yeah, it's pr- like the trailer is making me so excited for his performance. But like... Have him wear a black mask. And the only thing that I saw that was black maskish is whenever he's like leaning up against the wall and kind of like getting ready to rip his hair out. There's like a man on the wall behind him, like painted, and he's got like a scribbly black mask on his face. But that's it. And and again, like I know Spencer and I have talked about this before. There was that one set image that looked to, to be, it looked like he had the helmet on. Um, Whenever Spencer and I looked at it, but that was from months ago, and again, it was like potato quality. Um, the image that was, uh, but I, I like the tone they're going for here. It's just like the character design is kind of grating, and I don't know why we are disguising this movie as a Birds of Prey movie. I don't, I don't get it. Um, because if you hop into the Wayback Machine here for a second, um. Back, uh, it was right after Suicide Squad and before Wonder Woman and Justice League. DC, if you all remember, and Warner Brothers went on a rampage of announcing movie after movie after movie after movie. And they became, the the amount of films that were all all in development were overwhelming. There was a Booster Gold movie. There was a Nightwing movie. There was a Joker movie, not the Joaquin Phoenix one. There was a Jared Leto solo Joker movie, a Joker and Harley Quinn movie, a Gotham City Sirens movie, a Harley Quinn movie, and a Birds of Prey movie all floating out there. 
on there was a Batgirl movie. There were all kinds of shit all floating around in the ether. Now, I have nothing to base this off of except for a gut feeling. And maybe there's reporting out there that can confirm this that I just missed before this actually became my beat for the network. But I am willing to bet that there is that this movie is a Frankenstein's monster of scripts. Which just seems to be DC's thing recently. But <laughs> yeah, right, with, after Titans. But, like, I have a feeling there's that... There's something else they did recently, too, that I said the same thing about. But, like, if you, like, if you look at the... Like, if you, know, if you consider the slate leading up to this, what it was supposed to be, and then consider all of the moving parts in this, Harley kicking around with two people, with two other women in Gotham, there's elements of Joker in here. There's Harley, and it's called The Birds of Prey. It, se- like it, it seems like they just took a lot of movies they announced and put it in a blender. I don't that know. That would be the worst. I don't. I don't know how coherent and cohesive this movie can be. I, I'm. I'm. I'm legitimately worried about that. I think what we're looking at here is, is a, a second Suicide Squad. Precisely. And that it's going to be a giant mixed bag of like, this was cool. This was cool. This was fun. This was cool. Didn't make a lick of fucking sense, but it was fun and it was cool. Um, I know I put on Twitter the other day that like Suicide Squad was on like TNT or some shit. And I was, well, I was watching a little bit of it and it's, it's borderline unwatchable. It, it is that movie is only three years old and it feels ancient. Like it, it feels like an early two thousands comic book movie. When you when you watch that, like I get fucking Daredevil vibes from it. Yeah. Like the like yeah. like some of the dialogue with like fucking Rick Flag and the shit he says to Deadshot in the camp when they're suiting up. Like it it just it's so ham fisted and that you know one one of my favorite lines that people make fun of all the time is you know. This is Katana. Like the, whole, like he just, the movie stops so he can just explain who Katana is before they leave. Um, I just really hope this isn't that again, but it looks like it's going to be, which is upsetting. Um, but I, I'm, I'm optimistic. I think we're going to have I – think, I think it'll be fun. I think at the very least we're looking at something that's going to be a very fun flick. Spencer, your thoughts? I share the same fear as you, Jared, um, that with as terrible as Suicide Squad, the first take was, um, and with the characters that were opened up and the casting that was opened up, like, I don't mind seeing Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn again. I thought she did fine, but the script was terrible. The story itself was awful. And I'm, I'm okay with seeing another Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn screen appearance um but this it just this movie does not quite feel like the movie that i was promised um to start out it it i knew that it would be like kind of crazy like the um harley quinn coming of age into her persona kind of a a flick um and i was looking forward to ewan mcgregor still am um, he's probably going to be the most redeeming factor of this movie for me because be first of all, I love you and McGregor. Movies. And second of all, <laughs> did you hear Travis? 
No, Ultron be, got him. What do you say? Seems to be his like common thing in movies he's in. In the nerd sphere. <laughs> what what? Like people going to see it just because you and McGregor the, people liking it because of you and McGregor. The redeeming factor. Well, well, that's the thing. Here's I a, like. There's a poorly built movie for nerds that has you and McGregor in it, of which he is the only saving grace. <laughs> yeah, and and the thing is, with you and McGregor, I haven't seen much of his stuff besides Star Wars and the Men Who Stare at Goats. Such a good bad movie. It's <sighs> not either either one of those things. It's so fucking It is neither weird. good nor bad. It is it's perfectly so fucking weird. What? It's so weird and I love it. Oh god. But, um, watching Men but Who anywho, Stare at Goats now. Being a, like with the stuff that I've seen of you and McGregor, he has killed it all in his respective roles and the the one thing that i love more than anything else in an actor is the ability to go from being like one of the most believably lovable characters to being one of the most believably and excellently portrayed evil characters and vice versa um i just love that kind of a demonstration of versatility and so like i'm i'm so pumped for this movie to see what and and the the trailer just gave me goosebumps from from Ewan's performance just even in that so oh yeah totally and like i don't i don't know how i feel about like black mask trying to like reappropriate harley if that makes sense like i don't know like i mean it makes sense and like you know i'm sure in the gotham underworld scene she's viewed as a very useful asset like you know, you don't like be beyond the on the and the obsession and the very dark pseudo romance between them. I don't. You, you don't become the Joker's second in command by accident. Um, no. So I I I I don't know. I'm I'm waiting to. I, I'm excited for his performance, but I'm not, again like weary of how they've written Black Mask. Um, we saw the blonde guy's scar, so he's yeah, clearly he's, he's clearly Zaz. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, oh god damn! Oh poor Victor Zaz. Uh, <laughs> you won't hear me say that sentence very. Yeah, poor Zaz. Yeah, that's that's um, one of a kind right there. <laughs> poor serial killer. Um, but uh, we saw also the uh, Bud and Lou, her hyenas are uh, seen in there, and yeah, well, at least one of them. And then there's one in one of the posters we're going to talk about in a second. Again, I'm excited for it, um, but just like Suicide Squad, I'm not sure this is going to necessarily be a good movie. It's going to probably be fun to watch, unironically, but, uh, unironically yeah. fun to watch. At least for me, that's how I en- I enjoyed I enjoyed Suicide Squad a lot. I'm aware of the fact that it's not good, but I like that movie a lot. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, aside from that, we have uh, new posters that came out along with the trailer as well. Um, one of them is Harley on a couch with like the rainbow background with one of the hyenas. Another one's her sitting on top of a bullet ripping through a giant heart. Uh, one of one is her sitting on top of a cop car, and then one of is her curb stomping a camera. Um, all of them with, with the bubble gum on the bottom <laughs> yeah. of her like thigh high boots yeah spencer the first time i looked at these images and even like today when i looked at them because they came out yesterday 
Yeah. I kept, yeah. I kept looking at them thinking, what the fuck is Bop? <laughs> yeah. just bop me. Why why are they calling this movie Bop? I didn't even realize Why does it was the, the license plate say Bop HQ? Yeah, like I Where can... is the headquarters and what is Bop? <laughs> I knew Why HQ is this was... movie called Bop is a great question because it's not a Birds of Prey movie yeah. either. I, I yeah. knew HQ was Harley Quinn and I was like, what the fuck does Bop mean? It, and where's yeah. the like where's the title card? <laughs> and then I realized, oh, Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> There's <laughs> other characters in this movie. <laughs> Oops. Sounds like the marketing team is yet to have that realization either. Um, that or they just know what sells. I, I, Do you think... Yeah, you know what else sells? Showing people who the fuck else is in the movie. <laughs> Do you think we haven't had the wise black canary black thing yet because they don't know she's in the movie? Whenever she was first <laughs> cast, it happened and then was like... Oh, well. I think like the fandom menace types just kind of all went movie's not going to be that important. it's going to die it's fine like they were like this isn't worth the fight um the <laughs> the, like the, the raging racist nerds out there decided this was not the fight to pick um so yeah thank you for shutting the fuck up but yeah like I said I'm, I'm excited for it but yikes also um I'm bad at my job uh there was um set pictures or old set leaks that I that never occurred to me that these were out there um, that show Harley being thrown out by the Joker. Um, me personally, especially with the nature of the title and the whole you know it being emancipated thing, and my personal fandom of Harley. And again, this is just me. You guys have could have completely different reads and it's whatever. I love in every iteration of Harley Quinn the moment she recognizes that she doesn't fucking need him. Like, I love New 52 Harley Quinn because she said no more fuck you and was done with him. And she stayed done with him and i fucking loved it i ate it up and it was so empowering and it was so cool and it was so beautiful and it really 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 frustrates me that it is joker pushing her away for the final time and not the other way around i really 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 don't care for that that's just me um also it looks as though it's not leto but they also haven't confirmed if leto's gone permanently or not uh so yeah, do with that what you will. You guys can give your thoughts on the set leaks that I neglected to report on from fucking March because I'm bad at my job. Uh, filling yeah, time, yeah, yeah. filling time. Flipping Dick and Dick and Jason doing flips. Jason didn't get yeah. tortured this weekend. I'm sad. <laughs> That's sick bastard. Apparently on Friday though, apparently when you're listening to this, I'll be having a grand old time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Travis will be taking out the tissues and the lotion and uh, watching Ga Jason get tortured. Um, yeah. I, nice. Yeah. I don't know. Like They're clearly covering his face, so it's probably meant to be yeah. him. And then they were just like, I'll get a stunt double in there and we'll cover up his face. Yeah. But yeah. yeah I, I, I'm with you. I'd rather her leave. I'd rather her be a sh like. If we have to write her as an anti-hero so that young girls have someone who isn't totally evil to look up to, I'd rather her be a strong 
anti-hero and be the one to do it. and then granted like she also i mean her this this i mean don't get me wrong her coming out of that awful awful place and taking the power back can happen regardless of who drops the other one it's just such a more definitive showing for her to be the one yeah. to be like no fuck you and be done like she you she can still have the like the, the the moment of reclaiming that power if she's the one to be broken up with and put that in air quotes but i just i i don't like that he's the one doing it but that's just me i like it more with it she's the one to put her foot down and be like no go fuck yourself but like i said we'll see in february whenever um happy valentine's day you know i just I just have this really funny image and I keep remembering that Spencer won't be home for us to all as a unit come bebop Waltz in. into Valentine's Day movie. <laughs> just like, the, these three dudes just high. Holding hands. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, gonna, I will come home just for that. I'm not going to I will abandon my Valentine's Day tradition of eating chips and queso and watching Raiders of the Lost Ark by myself to come home and watch this movie hand in hand with you bastards. We can, can we only do, do it if we go in cosplay. Can we just do both? We can only do it if we go in cosplay, though. Oh, man. Who we would be hardly <laughs> As the host... Yeah. I will take the character who is only in the subtitle. I see. <laughs> Very modest of you. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um and um Spencer, I think you are ethically the only person who can play Black Canary as you have 2%. As long as you wear the fish nets. Yes, it's as true. As I, as I your, do your 2% have... gets you the closest to being allowed to do this version of Black Canary. Um I just made it sound like we were going to put him in blackface. We would not have. We would no, not be doing that. No, that is not. No. But nope. we are putting him in fishnets. We are putting him in fishnets, but not blackface. <laughs> <laughs> we are not Trudeauing wow. the kid. Um, <laughs> wow. I'm making jokes about how I want to move to Canada so I can meet Aladdin. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that now. But, you know what I fucking love about that story, though? It's like when they were like. They're like, Prime Minister Trudeau, are there any other instances of you painting your face to be a different ethnicity? And he pretty much went, I did it all the time. I'm sorry. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Can you, oh, man? It's like, you can understand. Like, that, that, that thought in my life has never crossed my mind. I have, it is never, as a cosplayer, it has never crossed my fucking mind to be like, you know what? I'm going to cosplay Mace Windu and to do it, I'm like, going to be a black man. <laughs> like, you know what? I really like Blade. Let's have fun <laughs> with it. Like, I don't fucking get it. I don't understand. Like, who? Like, like I, I want to know, like, what screw came loose in the mind and in, in his mind that he a did it and did it so many fucking times bewilders me. I don't understand. I don't get it. Wow. Um, I don't. It's like it's it's just so it's so tacky and gross and weird. Like I don't understand doing that. Um, 
But oh fucking hell. So does that mean I have to be Huntress? Yes. Fuck. Alright. You get that really cute halter top though. Okay, that's um, <laughs> with that there was Good for you, Travis. <laughs> body pause over here. Uh with Accentuates that, your figure. Thank you. With that, there was no other comic book news that broke this week. Not a bit. No. Nothing else happened. Um, this has been Hall of Heroes. Thank We're you. We're not for even going to talk about Titans. <laughs> no, don't need to. It was only the best episode of the show. Don't need to talk uh, about it. Uh, so I'm I'm getting word that apparently um, Spider Man's back in the MCU. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm going to take us. Okay, before we get into that, can you click the link to pull up Tom Holland's Instagram post? That is the best goddamn thing ever. I'm, I'm lazy. I don't have the show notes up on my computer. Can you? I'll read the article. And while I'm no. reading the article, you can do it. It's. No. I think the people will laugh at it. Go on Instagram and follow Tom Holland, you fucks. It's in there in Joel, the show notes. Joel, isn't it? Joel would do it. You lousy Joel. engineer, you! <laughs> Don't you dare! Joel would do it. Don't you dare! <laughs> First DJ, now Joel. Who's next? <laughs> Travis is just the disposable one, apparently. Don't worry, everyone's used to it. Everyone's better at his job except him. Poor Travis. So I still believe up. in you. That is so fucked up, and nobody thinks that. I don't need you, I Mr. J. I still oh believe God. in you. <laughs> no one owns me. Not you. Not Mr. J. <laughs> Fucking hell. Because I'm Holly oh, freaking quick. I hate that line. I don't know what it is. I do not like that line. They they tried to censor it just for the trailer, but it didn't pan out. It's not as powerful as you think as as they thought it would be. <coughs> do we think she says fuck in the movie? Do we know what the movie's gonna be rated? I think mm, I think she'll say it. Oh uh, I mean yeah, they get one no matter what. One or two. I, I I don't know if it's changed or not. Originally it was two in a PG thirteen, depending on the context of how you say fuck. Yeah, you can't say it sexually. Yeah, you can't say it's actually. It has to be like, what the fuck, how the fuck, who the fuck kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> okay, thank you, Travis. So Tom Holland put this on Instagram right after the announcement, and I think it's you know the funniest what? thing. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving! <laughs> You know what? I don't know if they heard the beginning of that. I've got I've got an interesting behind the scenes story for that. Yeah. Because I I have like three people that I regularly Instagram instant message like memes back and forward to and it's Jared and my two roommates. Okay? And I was sitting on the couch on what what was that? Like Friday, Thursday or Friday? Uh Friday. Yeah. I was sitting yeah. on the couch on the Friday because the, the deal went through late on Thursday. And like 
two days earlier, my friends and I were talking about that scene and how hilarious it is when he says that, like, I'm not going to leave it. Like how he says it. It's just so, it's so funny. And so I was just like mindlessly going through the motions and I clicked on it and I just, I figured it was from one of them because I didn't look to see that it was from you, Jared. <laughs> and I just like was watching the scene. I was like, ah, that's good. Hey guys, we were just talking about this the other day. Look, I, and, and thanks for sending this to me. And they're like, I didn't send that to you. And I'm like, oh, really? Well, who sent it to me? Oh, it was Jared. We weren't talking about it. Oh, check it out. It was Tom Holland. He's the one that originally put. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Guys, it's Tom Holland. And like we were practically like jumping around in circles. I'm glad I got to break the news to you. That's good. And, and I immediately got the megaphone off of my shelf cranked open the window as wide as I could and said, hear me and rejoice. Spider-Man is back in the MCU. I said this aloud to the campus just like that. Spencer, this is your show now. You you host all of Euros now. Hear me and rejoice. I just was, I was feeling like a ham. I was so excited. Oh, that's so funny. That is Hear me and rejoice. That is great. You, <laughs> you were truly, that is the mark of somebody who has a comic book podcast that they are like, <laughs> they're like, I can't wait until Tuesday. They need to know. I've got to shout this to know. Boyd. They need to know. That is so I am funny. A, I am officially the master broadcaster. That is excellent. Um, Not to be confused with the Master Blaster. Never. But Naked Wanda, Big Brother Thunder, and the Master Blaster. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Trillion dollar industry. Um, getting into the article here from The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, the two studios are once again working together with Tom Holland's hero set to star in a Sony film produced by Marvel's Kevin Feige, as well as in the MCU. Spider-Man is back in action. After publicly parting ways over a deal gone south, Disney, Marvel, and Sony are back at the table and have struck a deal that would see Marvel produce another Spider-Man film for Sony. The new films, uh, the new film even has a release date of July 16th, 2021, which means that they're and I put this on Twitter the other day when it finally occurred to me that um, 2021 is going to be a good year for me because within months of each other, I get a Batman movie and a Spider-Man movie. I'm a happy, I'm yeah. a happy boy. I'm a happy boy. Um, uh, John Watts is uh, also uh, set to uh, return uh, in talks, but I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. I have a quote here. I am thrilled that Spidey's journey in the MCU will continue, and and I and all of us at Marvel are very excited uh, that we got to keep working on it, uh, said Marvel topper Kevin Feige. Spider-Man is a powerful icon and hero whose story crosses all ages and audience around the globe, as the box office can show you. He also happens to be the only hero with the super power to cross cinematic universes, so as Sony continues to develop their own Spider-Verse... <laughs> Uh, you never know what surprises the future might hold. 
uh, also as part of the arrangement, Spider-Man will now also appear in another Marvel movie. It uh, goes into explaining their current, their old deal, uh, but the co-parenting deal <laughs> fell apart uh, not too long after the release of Far From Home, spilling into the open in August. Terms of the new deal were not revealed, but it will allow Marvel and its uh, chief, Kevin Feige, to produce and run Creative Point on one more movie that would star Tom Holland uh, and then have him appear in a team-up flick, non-Spider-Man specific movie. Uh, now, what I really want to get into here is to touch on the fact that that is just the current outset of the deal. It could change. We could feasibly get a Spider-Man 4 and him showing up in more team-up movies. Did you see, I don't know if you might you might have read it from the article, what the new deal is? Like money, like what the money split is. Marvel Disney gets twenty five percent now, right? Instead of on opening day, yeah, twenty five instead of five. Yeah. Okay. That's, so that was the only change that I'm aware of. So is it still just opening, opening day? day? Yeah. My thoughts are known on the amount of money that Disney already has. Uh, the fact that they they deserve more. Like I said be this where it is. They still make so much of the merchandising and stuff. That's fair. Um, as of now, and I, I think a lot of people have been reporting this as though we get one more movie, one more team up, no more Spider-Man. Um, as of now, that's how it looks. There is no telling what could happen in the future. So we could very well see more at any given time. Um, this excites me very much. I'm really happy we get to see this story be finished within the confines of the MCU. Um, with uh, Especially with the release of Far From Home happening. Uh, or the home release, that is. It's just, it's it's really exciting to see everything come together the way it, it should be, in my opinion. Um, I'm just, I'm excited, and he's... And, Far from or uh, Spider-Man three, whatever it's going to be called, is going to be a part of Phase four. So he, they're getting right into it. Uh, also, Phase four is going to have, I think, yeah, the year twenty twenty one is going to be the first time we get a Marvel movie in each fiscal quarter of the year. <laughs> because they need that. Because they need that. Uh, <laughs> I love the fact that this podcast is just slowly becoming us going. Man, they're making really good movies, but. Fuck Disney. Um, Cause like, yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck em. yeah. Like, you know, I, I can almost forgive you for being our corporate overlord because of the great movies you're making. Um, <laughs> almost. 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 I'm really close to it. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited. This is great news. Um, At the very, like our worst case scenario here, realistic worst case scenario, right? I think is that this gives Feige and the Sony team time to write Peter out of the MCU proper, right? Yeah. So instead, which I, of, do, I that uh, yeah, yeah, worse. we don't we don't want that, but this is our realistic worst possible scenario, where he shows up probably in, I would presume, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, to open up the idea that Peter is going to start hopping multiverses, and then. In his own movie, him and cast they want to keep get shot to Sonyverse, 
where Eddie Brock is. That's one terrifying movie. Spider-Man into the Sony-verse. Yeah. That's Spider-Man <laughs> 4. Again, assuming this happens. Um, well, I think this has come out before. Did this movie come out before or after Doctor Strange? I'm pretty sure it's the one immediately following it. I think Doctor Strange... I'm pretty sure Doctor Strange has a October or November release, if I'm not mistaken. And this is the July. Uh, hold on, hold on. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Spider-Man would come out before Doctor Strange. Uh, let's see. What do you owe me if I'm right? Uh, get you a beer the next time we're out and about. Oh, May 7th, 2021. Get fucked. Oh, you get a beer. One beer, please. <laughs> well, shit. Got um, him. <clears throat> Damn, what's in the what's in the, the quarter after Spider-Man then? Uh, I believe Thor Love and Thunder. Holy shit. Okay, wow. Oh yeah. wow. That's only two years, holy Christ. Um Yeah, it's, it's very exciting stuff. Um again, I really hope that's not the case. I really do hope that yeah, they find I mean, a and way. And, and again, they, best case scenario, the you know, things happen and they go, Okay, yeah, this we just want to keep doing this. Or they sign more Marvel properties over to Disney. In that sense, like, we can get an MCU Venom. We can get, hell, an MCU Madam Web. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really do, truly, and this is my pipe dream, and I don't know if it'll go this far or not. I truly do want to see them. I really want to see Peter go for a while and then kill him off and have miles come in. I really, Ooh. I really, really, really want to see like multi-generational. Yeah. I, I think Spider-Man. Yeah. I think that would be so fucking cool. And we know miles it would exists be. in this universe. We know miles exists in this universe. I don't want these weapons floating around with my nephew out there. And Gambino was playing Aaron Davis. Like I don't, I, I want to see it happen so badly or at the very least get the way it is in the video game where like Peter gets to train Miles and we get like, you know, the Spider-Man duo. Uh, but there's a part of me that just so badly wants to see Peter like get fucking mutilated, not fucking mutilated necessarily, but like. Have his arc as being the new, and again, I not not the literal new Iron Man, but the like very hopeful face of superhero dumb, um, and to have him have his moment because in the Ultimate Comics, uh, for those who don't know, uh, the Ultimate Universe version of the Civil War happens. Peter takes a bullet for Captain America. Uh. Um, cause the Punisher tries to assassinate him. Peter dies in front of the bullet and starts bleeding out and then tries to escape the battle at that point. <clears throat> Pardon me. At which point he gets jumped by the Sinister Six. Beats them while bleeding out. Yeah. Then fights Goblin while bleeding out. Beats him and then dies. Yeah, well, and like, this is a very streamlined version of it, yeah. And I... I just love that he just won't fucking stop. 
and that like they keep it like you can't exactly tell if like he's finally bled out or if like he exerted the last bit of energy he had finishing off Green Goblin. But it's it's just so beautiful and like the final panel is um Peter the final the finale of that issue is like everybody kind of speaking their piece on Peter um and it's everyone from like Captain America you know posthumously thanking him Nick Fury saying you know he was the best of us um and there uh they have J Jonah Jameson basically eating his words and saying I was wrong all along about him and I hate myself for covering him the way I did and um the the final image of the issue is Peter meeting Uncle Ben in heaven um and it's like Uncle Ben it's like Peter in the suit the suit is untarnished with his mask off and Uncle Ben it's like it, it's quote-unquote shot from the back um and uncle ben has his arm around peter and like the speech bubble over uncle ben is i'm proud of you um it's very very beautiful and very very heartwarming um and very uh bittersweet but i would i would love to see the finality of that um of, of to see peter like again li- in a very sad way, like, you know, when they said he, you're the new Iron Man, you're the one who's gonna be put in a situation where it's all or nothing for the safety of a lot of, of, for a lot of people. And to have that story close with him sacrificing himself in a similar way and leaving the shoes open for miles behind him. I would love that. Um, on a... Uh, Spencer, your thoughts? Because Travis and I keep uh, devouring the conversation because it's very... It's all right. And you're very patient. um, You're very good at, like, not interjecting. Well, I I appreciate you for it. I would interject more, um, but I'm afraid that I'm going to get Ultroned and uh, won't hear anyway. But um, (laughs) plus, plus, um, I usually just don't have much interjecting to do so i am happy to wait my turn but um yeah i think the biggest mistake that disney made the first time around was ending their last film on such a cliffhanger without knowing for sure that there were going to be more and um like travis said i agree with him this is the opportunity for disney to seamlessly write him out of the mcu but they could also frame it in such a way where it's open for interpretation where like either way, whether they are able to broker a deal with Sony for more movies, they can pick up right where they left off. Or if worst case scenario, they are unable to work anything out. And this is the actual last movie that we get to see Spider-Man in. Then they are able to say, okay, okay. He's, he's, you know, off doing his thing. We're just not going to cover that anymore. And that would be total, like this is there is um, so much potential here, but they're going to have to write it so carefully um, where it could go either way, where you could you could have him in the MCU or out and not really lose much time or sleep thinking, OK, but what but what are we going to do now? What about Spider-Man? Like 
the the cliffhanger at the end of far from home was nuts like peter just got ousted for crying out loud that's not something that you can just leave like that's not an end note you can you can at the very least you know incorporate an ending which is less you know unforgivable <laughs> if you can't pick up with it later on so those are my simple thoughts um on a funnier note here um if you guys go uh Travis you don't necessarily have to cuz i know you're you're weak and frail um if you go i'm so fucking tired to see he might hear it and get excited and want to try it if you go to www.dailybugle.net. Oh, I know about this. Spencer, have you heard yes. of this yet? I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you hear that to cut you off? No, you're fine. Uh, originally, there was something in there that, like, there was an article on the website that contradicted what Foggy had said about everyone that blipped back in. And that once the deal went through, they fixed it. That's funny. Because it was, it was like, there was an article about a stuntman who blipped back in, who was like doing a big stunt fall that blipped in and still fell. And he survived, but he's been in the hospital for like two months or whatever. And Feige said like, yeah, everyone came in safely. Like no one, yeah. like if you were flying well, a plane or in a plane, you didn't show up midair. Well, to, 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 to make it kind of jive with like what ha- what we see happen in Far From Home when everybody comes back and that one kid gets fucking shit whipped during the basketball game. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think Hulk's like – I think whenever Bruce had his thought when he snapped that he thought everybody comes back alive and safely. So like if the guy fell, like he still didn't die – yeah, but and like the still. kid that got tackled didn't die. You're absolutely right that it, like, like, but you you yeah. can still backpedal away from it without right directly. But yeah, I guess it. they either took the article down or fixed it uh, since this deal has gone through to more match what Feige said, which I find hysterical. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think it's very smart to launch this website. It's going to be a great marketing tactic in well like a year year and a half oh my god yeah uh spencer are, are you what are you looking at um i'm not entirely sure it looks like a web blog and it says and then there was paul wait what it may not be daily bugle dot that it might be the daily bugle it might be the daily bugle because i mean this is still kind of interesting <laughs> it's dailybugle.net dailybugle and it's a really crappy blog page of a guy like standing in front of a hundred penguins in Antarctica. Uh, it is the Daily Bugle. Oh, and it says like, because I'm, too e- because I'm too lazy to email you this stuff. And if you click on his web blog at the top, it says, and then there was Paul dot, dot, dot. Yeah, it's crap, but you're reading it. And then it's like a bunch of random pictures. But here, let me check it out. No, you're the da- da- yeah, the Daily Bugle. Bugle. It, looks, it looks like InfoWars. <laughs> it legitimately like structured oh like my Info goodness. Wars. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. There's the Blit blog, your side of what really happened, which is hilarious, and it's all of these different people who were blipped away. 
uh ooh, 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 there's people who were blipped away and people who talked about the blip and then if you flip through them you will find roger harrington no age 37 Yo, i found him Yo, teacher my, boy. my wife disappeared in the blip it was deeply tragic okay. we had a funeral i cried a lot the funny story turns out she just used it as an excuse to run away with another guy yeah really funny story <laughs> no it's okay these are tears of laughter he says that in the movie oh too. Yeah. my gosh my boy and then i'm pretty sure that this video of uh jameson is a different one from what is in the movie could you please pull it up yeah okay i love you we're an hour and a half in by the way oh, okay that's not bad titans review we're good this is good content hashtag content my thunder thighs over here I'm trying to sneak around, but I'm dummy thick and the clapping of my ass Shut cheeks is alerting the guards. <laughs> I'll alert the guards all right. Oh my a, I'm signing up for the Daily Bugle. Oh, I am too. When I get home, I am so signing up. My boy Flash! <laughs> ah! You want to play the Flash video too? Nah, the actual vlog from Flash Thompson. Breaking through the clutter. It is JK exposing the, the truth. Daily Spider-Man, a psychopath wielding powers he has no right to possess, trying to pass himself off as a hero. Well, let me tell you something, kid. You're no hero. Mysterio, that's a hero. You are a criminal, a miscreant, a masked marauder, a menace. There it is. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> Like and subscribe for J.K. Simmons saying like and subscribe. I need that in a clip. Oh, I need man. that at the ready. Fuck. Whenever Joel gets back, I, we're going to sit down and like set up the soundboard on your computer so that we're able to. Yeah. And then from now on, the like and subscribe joke. Anytime it happens, we have J.K. Jonah Jameson. Like and subscribe. Oh, fuck. Alex, Alex J. Jonah Jones and Jimson. That I had a stroke. Change Jonah Jones. <laughs> I thought I was having a stroke. Good thing it was both of us, not just me. All right. Um, with that, that's the Spider-Man news. Spidey's back home, baby. It's a good time. Uh, Travis, you want to take us home with your Titans review? Uh, I guess. Um, this is the best episode of Titans in the series. And it's because it's about a group of superheroes, all formerly sidekicks or young people calling themselves the titans doing titans work how weird that when the show is delivering me what it promised i enjoy it so um this entire episode is a flashback it opens um pops up five years ago after like the recap bit we see deathstroke filling orders and then he gets one that he's told us for San Francisco. We don't get told for who. We cut to the Titans doing Titan things. Actual Titans doing actual Titan things. Um, That's craziness. Right? The original Titan group of Dick Grayson, Donna Troy, Hank and Don as Hawk and Dove, and uh, Garth as Aqualad. So Damn. we got like that's an a OG, full lineup, and it's an OG crew. How weird that when you have a crew of uh, people who aren't turning into animals, you can actually show all their powers. <laughs> um, we get this really 
like they work well together in the field. Um, they're celebrating at the tower together and just like Titan shit. Yeah, like just they're just having fun. Uh, the the subtension is it's almost like it's the show you signed up for originally, right? <laughs> <laughs> the the subtension is that Donna at some point has to leave to go back to Themyscira, um, but also has is interested in Garth as Garth is making it very well known he's interested in her. Garth fucks. Um, the aqua fucks. The aqua fucks. He doesn't. He doesn't. The deep fuck. He doesn't fuck dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> um, so wait, you're telling me that in this episode of Titans we don't see Aqualad get his gills fingered? No. Unwillingly, no, no less. <laughs> no, everything that happens to him in this episode is very willingly. Uh oh. Um. So that's kind of like our subtension because we know Deathstroke's somewhere. Um. So they have their back and forth. She doesn't want to get involved because she knows she has to leave. Um. And because of that, she just kind of like says, "Okay, I'm just going to leave now." Uh, this is also the story of how the Titans took down Doctor Light for the first time. Hell yeah. It's pretty... It's fun. Um, we see Dick being a functioning human being, even though apparently he's supposed to be having a like quarter-life crisis. <laughs> um, and so they take down Dr. Light. Donna decides to leave before she leaves. Uh, Donna Troy fucks. And then leaves. Garth chases, <laughs> chases after her to be like, hey... That wasn't cool. I still love you, though. <laughs> uh, and she I love you, bitch. bitch. I'm never gonna, gonna stop, stop, loving, stop you. loving you, bitch. <laughs> uh, and then she kind of realizes, like, both what I did was very wrong, and also I it wasn't disingenuous, and I do like this person. Uh, so she kind of like runs back, like, no, no, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay. Uh, and then Garth gets shot in the chest. And he wasn't even the target. Oh, uh, did we find out who the target was? Presumably or? it's Donna. Yeah. Because he, so he shoots, so like we see Deathstroke, he shoots Garth, uh, he's using a bolt action, so he, he reloads the chamber. Um, the liaison for Donna, like, throws something at Deathstroke to distract him, gets Donna behind cover, so he loses the shot, and then um, he bails. And then we go back to Titan's Tower, and they're like, we're, they ID the shooter as Deathstroke. They're like, okay, we're going to get this fucker. Oh, my God. What? They don't know who he is. Deathstroke. We got I an, know. We got an I ID, know. Slade Wilson, <laughs> Deathstroke. I'm going to play that. I want to play that clip now, but I'm too lazy. Um, <laughs> and now uh, we flash forward a week from that, and uh, Dick is in a records shop trading records with a guy who is mute he's doing sign language uh but that he he can he, like he's not deaf oh, okay um so dick and him are talking and but like we know who he is from earlier in the episode <coughs> that was attractive <laughs> and um like oh hey i'm dick and he signs his name and the girl that's interpreting is like, oh yeah, his name's Jericho. As in that Jericho. It's Slade Wilson's son, Jericho. 
he leaves to like go show him something and it, the ca- camera cuts to dick as his face goes from smiling happy dick grayson to i'm about to do something fucking horrible cut to credits so and we also know uh from last episode that jericho is dead so they they say that uh when they're giving us the rundown on holy fuck deathstroke yeah um so yeah this this episode just kind of like showed me what i could have had if they were smart (laughs) because one of the biggest problems right now with Titans is that they don't have the budget time or want apparently to explore Garth's powers. Garth, Jesus, I'm going to get, uh, Beast Gar, Boy, yeah, yeah. Beast Boy's powers or Raven's powers because besides, uh, Garfield turning into a snake very briefly and, uh, Raven having one like sleep panic attack, and one like little spat against Jason. She hasn't used her powers at all since the stuff that was supposed to be for the finale last season. So they, I want, I want, I want more of this original crew because they have way more chemistry. Also, it's really weird to me now that we've basically confirmed that everyone who used to be a Titan in this show is like thirty. <laughs> They're right? like, because like when they're acting as the Titans, they're all like 20 to 22. Yeah. And it's been five years, which puts them at about 27 to Jason's 18 and presumably Raven and uh, Beast Boy's 18, but we don't know for sure. No, actually, I think Raven is like definitely younger because she's still in high school. Um, But yeah, the. This episode was so good, and I'm sad that it, it won't. I won't get more of this. Yeah, <laughs> I am excited for they're taking the Jericho line because my prediction was they have to square off with Deathstroke. Someone makes a bad call, and Aqualad gets shot. But now it's Aqualad got shot, and now they're going to do something fucking horrible, and then have to deal with the repercussions of that, which I think is way more interesting. Yeah. That this is how you write dark and gritty DC. Thank you. You're doing it. Kind of okay, I think. I hope. <laughs> kind of okay, I think. I hope. This makes me forgive you for not letting me watch Jason Todd get tortured this week. However, Friday, get you the, and me, baby, in a bowl get, of popcorn <laughs> and, and the tissues and some of lotion. torture. Because I gotta moisturize <laughs> for no other reason than I have those. Well. I think that's all for this week, guys. Uh, Travis, where can the lovely people find you they on the can interwebs? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at. Ooh, that's loud. <laughs> at Travis Political. At Travis Political on Twitter and Instagram. I took the like pop guard away for a second, tried to like swallow the mic, and then <laughs> and it was remarkably loud. Wow. Indeed. That was just great. <laughs> Travis's face when he realized he made an oopsie was great, too. Um, Spencer, yeah? where can I stalk you on the internet? You may stalk me on the internet. Where? On Instagram, at Spenceman Cosplays. Check out my successful appearance in Jared's TikTok video. <laughs> Still the funniest thing ever. 
That is so, so fucking funny to me. I told a couple people about you, uh, your friend sending you that video and be like, it's fucking you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny to like, me. you're damn right it's me. <laughs> I, I'm internet famous now. Let, let's see. Let's see what the current tally is on that video. I think you're the one who needs the tissue and lotions, my friend. We are currently sitting at... Uh, twenty-seven point eight thousand likes. Twenty-seven. Ooh. And five views. And five whole views. One hundred and seventy-six thousand views. Oops. <laughs> it's still so fucking funny to me. Completely by accident. Um. Jared. Yeah. Where? You. <laughs> Where? (laughs) (laughs) That broke me. Um, You guys can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at DarkJedi2552. You can follow Spencer and my cosplay group, New Regime Cosplay, at um, New Regime Cosplay. Jesus. Um, You can follow Dubek Discussion on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, Be sure to check all that stuff out. And check out all the other shows in the network. Do back discussion. Our Star Wars show this week was a lot of fun. Like I said, a little bit raunchier than the normal fare. So be prepared. Uh, check out Wicked Wednesday. Check out Gore and More. I mean, if you want to, I guess. Uh, check out Jerk the Curtain. Check out Down the Rabbit Hole and our newly minted Do Back Sports. Uh, check out our Tee Public as well. Um, lots of cool merch out there floating around for you uh with that be sure to tune in at the same bat time to the same bat channel we love you guys 3000 i got so many theories and suspicions i'm diagnosed with real nigga conditions today is the day i follow my intuition Keep the family close, get money for bitches. I double parked the Austin in the red. My mama told me that I'ma work myself to death. My girl told me don't let these hoes get in my head. My world been ecstatic, I checked the signal that red. Buzzing, radars is buzzing. Yeah, yeah. Fox News wanna use my name for percentage My latest news is my niece, she worth living See me on the TV and scream, that's Uncle Kendrick Yeah, that's the business Somebody tell Gerardo this nigga got some ambition I'm not a politician, I'm not about a religion I'm a Israelite, don't call me black no more That word is only a color it ain't facts no more. My cousin Carl, my cousin Carl, the words that know my worth. And Deuteronomy say that we all been cursed. I know he walks the earth, but it's money to get, bitches to hit. Yeah, zeros to flip, temptation is, yeah. 
first on my list. I can't resist. Yeah, everyone together now. Know that we forever buzzing. Radar is buzzing. Yeah, yeah. Nothing like some Kung Fu Kenny, am I right? Oh, man, you know he's my fave. Spencer, have I told you my prevailing theory about how Walmart uh, promotes their assistant managers? No. So, because I've never experienced this process myself, I have this prevailing theory that the final step in your interview process to become an assistant store manager at for Walmart is they take you into a room and in this room is just a person sitting in a chair and that person is just like your average run of the mill average IQ person uh nothing else about them really matters they are perfectly normal okay your goal is to walk in and present them an idea that's so fucking stupid that they have a stroke or an aneurysm on the spot and they fucking die. <laughs> like, you, you regurgitate some, like, really awful idea for your store and they just, uh, in the chair, kind of, like, twitch a bit, a side of them goes limp, and they slump over, and you got the job. Really? So you're saying the assistant managers are just that incompetent? I might be. <laughs> he will not wow. confirm or deny how incompetent he thinks his managers are. No, they, I, not- <laughs> I, so I'm in trouble at work right now. We presumably because uh, we take I take my last break of the night, like right before I leave. And technically, I'm not supposed to. Yeah. And they're more worried about that than they are about the jackasses we have that like break half of our fucking merchandise and throw oh, fits nice. every other night and think that they're the only ones that do anything, but all they, they don't do anything and then do all their work later at like double up. If that makes sense. Like they just kind of make the work harder for themselves later. So it looks like they did more and they're like, we do all the work around here. And it's like, no, you just made it a lot harder on yourself. Nice. Love that. Uh, fuck. <laughs>